Right. <laughs> Welcome to a very strange, staggering stories to all our listeners in England, all five of you. We're in America and you're not. Hi. <laughs> Where was that, Scott? Where was America! Scott? Scott's never been out of the country before. I've never been allowed until today. And um, now we know why. Yeah. <laughs> and every now and again, I just pick up the window and make sure I'm here. Where's our logo? Yeah, there was a lot of trouble getting the passport. I had to have an interview and everything. All the rules have changed. See, by so. now I would have done the music. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's a live podcast, everyone! We have a kazoo. We can yeah. Win. Tell you what, everyone just sing the music. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know the theme tune. I never listened to this bloody podcast. I don't blame you. We'll be there, Miss. Talk amongst yourselves. Talented sound man. Huge <laughs> Right. Welcome, welcome, and welcome to England again. this a very very special staggering stories podcast firstly we are not in adam's living room <laughs> it's very similar it's very true but we are broadcasting live from long island who long island usa <laughs> and secondly we have a very special guest tonight we have the one and only mr gary russell So, Adam, your living room looks like this, does it? It does. I'd quite like to go to your living room. Swing on the chandelier. I think the ceilings would be quite hard to clean at that height, though. He's got, got a chandelier as well. Yeah. He has a person to do that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a person. A person. Gender bias. Gender non bias. Anyway, introductions. I'm Yankee Doodle Crumbly. I'm Astavan. I am the real Keith Dunn. Um, I'm Gary Ross. <laughs> and God help us all. <laughs> I'm Adam. I'm Fake Keith. And I'm Jean. Yes, we know. So, no news. Nope. Uh, no. There probably has been news, but we're ignoring it. We're, yeah, we're, we're nowhere near that. There is one bit of news. Oh, is there? Mr. Tennant and, 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 is he dead? and his other good lady wife. His other good lady Yes. good lady wife. But it's his daughter, but it's his wife. And when they had their little girl. Oh. Okay. <laughs> right, now what were we going to do? Did anyone actually decide? I think, I think straight... Oh, Christ. Don't touch the table. 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 This, is what ha- this is what happens when you touch the table. Uh, okay. Right. Stop me. Somebody stop, stop me. Stop it. Ah. Quick questions. 
No, they're lost. Okay. Right, as we've got a, a guest and we're not used to that, <laughs> ever yeah. wants to talk to us. Oh, or come to Crawley, anyway. Or come to Crawley, yeah. Nobody goes to Crawley. No. The only reason that anyone goes to Crawley is because somewhere called Three Bridges is nearby and everyone wants to explore that place. Three Bridges is awesome. Do you know Three Bridges? Got oh a my God. Yeah, <laughs> Why what do you know Three Bridges? What What's wrong with Highfield? <laughs> Three Bridges is prettier and has a better oh, name. Highfield is in the Doomsday Book. You know nothing. Carol, don't insult the guests. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I thought it was after, all, after all these years, Karen, you haven't changed. <laughs> <laughs> and at your age, it is clearly quite a lot of years. Questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't realise we had to be nice. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> right, um, anyone, either of you who listen to us sometimes, we play this game called Escape Pod Dist. It's basically Desert Island Dist, but we've stolen it. And Gary, you, you are on your spaceship millions of miles away. And People suddenly... are celebrating that fact. <laughs> back on yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's finally rid of him. It's crashing. It's, it's crashing. Heading for the molten lava. Yeah. <laughs> There's the one escape pod, and rather than just running to it like any sensible person would do, you decide to nip to your quarters and find some belongings that you can take with you. We want you to tell us what you would take with us with you well, in your escape pod. Clearly my mobile phone, as I've just got that out of my hand. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> No, but I just couldn't live without it because every my entire life is is in this phone. Oh. Everything I I ever need to know. Can I borrow your phone? No, <laughs> because you then discover what a terribly dull and boring. <laughs> I actually need no no videos. <laughs> there are no videos on. I don't keep videos on my phone. It's, it's, it's some, yeah. it takes up too much space. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> and I'm very selfish with space, and it's like I'd rather have a nearly empty phone than fill it with videos. <laughs> yeah. What's the point of having a phone if you can fill it up? Well, you know, I'm a bit old fashioned like this, but I think I phone people on it, really. <laughs> My God, what a stunning idea! that phones are actually technical now and can actually hold more stuff than just numbers. Can they? Yeah. Uh, 21st century then, is that yeah. what yeah. okay. Tell us. What would you take with you? Well, I'm Sorry, I've got to be nice. Seriously, she did. She clicked her fingers at me. Seriously. Am I allowed to... Uh, do you want me to list, list movies I take with me? You can take yeah. movies, books. What's that stuff called? Film? Music. 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 Well, all right. Um, and a luxury. Oh, and a luxury. Okay, well, movie-wise, I, I, I have very handily compiled a list. Have you? Ah, oh, have you a pre-war? Yes. It's <laughs> funny, that, isn't it? Well, you say that. You say that. But actually, what's really sad is that actually this list of my top ten movies is permanently on my phone already. <laughs> That's why you need to say Because I have been asked this question a few times, and I always go... <laughs> so about a year ago, well, I, I thought I would sit down and actually write a list of my top ten favourite films. Needless to say, it changes every five minutes. Right. Particularly when I'm watching TV late on Saturday night and a movie comes up, goes, ah, oh, that should be on my top ten list. But then you have to look at the top ten list and go, oh, well, who do I sacrifice? Who do I throw out of the pod into the Monster <laughs> Harbour of the planet we're going towards? Um, so, well, can I can I just tell you? Can I just tell you, Scott, that, that Karen didn't get near the pod. <laughs> as I was running to the pod, I just looked back at Karen and went, "Too old." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise 
going to suffer. I think we found our seventh one bribing her No, that would be no point. What could she bribe? What could she bribe me with? What could you bribe me with? Come on, Karen. Cider. Cider. Cider? Don't drink. I'm a lucky what's, the point of, what's the point of trying to bribe English me? side. You American didn't tell side. me you didn't drink. I didn't do <laughs> a banana. <laughs> Is it on the list? No, they're not. Bananas are not on the list. Chocolate. 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 I would bribe you with chocolate. Yeah, but it's too late now. I've told you that. And uh, so I'm afraid you're still sort of three corridors behind. Bugger. Even more reason to keep carrying out the pod if you take why, the chocolate. Why am I getting picked on? Because you like chocolate. And it makes a change from gin. This is true. <laughs> I haven't started on Gene yet. Get on with your list. Yes, yes, please. <laughs> I mean, it's like being back at school. Um, so, uh, my, my, my top ten movies, yep. and I would take all of them because I assume I have something to play these movies on. That would be a bit pointless. Maybe you've programmed them into my phone. Maybe I think that's, we would have done, You'd yeah. have programmed very conveniently into my phone. Um, you'd, have, you'd have programmed in Westworld. Oh, oh okay. Okay. I'm a big Michael Crichton fan, and oh. I think that's the film that sort of started everything for sort of ooh theme parks gone wrong. Right. About the TV series, though, eh? Well, do you know I quite like Beyond Westworld, the original. Mm. The, oh, the, I saw about you about the new one. I haven't seen that yet. But Beyond yeah. Westworld is nowhere near as bad as everyone says. It's, oh, really? it's bad, but it's nowhere near as bad. My my second movie that I would take is is Murder by Death. Oh, oh yes. Why am I not allowed to say that? I didn't think much of that one. Didn't you? Oh, right. another reason why you're, you're not even knowing the this part. You've been locked in a storeroom a long way away. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, trying to be a little bit more modern, and then I realise that this isn't modern at all because this is about 12 years old. Uh, Moulin Rouge. Oh, yeah. Which I think is a fantastic film. Uh, the original Stepford Wives. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful one. Uh, the original Planet of the Apes, although if I was allowed to cheat, I would actually take the box, box. set yeah. that has every ape movie, including the Tim Burton one. Fair enough. Because oh. yeah. um, I, I, well, I like the Tim Burton yeah. Planet of the Apes film. I can't mm, see I, why everyone hated it at the it's time. It's very dark and gothic, I think. It's just a good movie, you know, and <laughs> Helena Bonham Carter is in ape makeup, and so you can't <laughs> tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> I would take the original Metropolis. Yeah. Oh, um, yes. They obviously yeah. restored 125 yeah, million. Fantastic <laughs> version, yes. Um, I, I'd take Star Wars. Well, uh, episode 4, whatever you call it today. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah. It's called Star Wars. Oh, is that the original cut, the cinematic release, where Han <laughs> shot first? Well, do you know, I, I don't have a problem with George Lucas messing around with those three yeah. films. What well, in the shooting I, first bit? It doesn't worry yeah. me. Really? I still think they're such great movies, even after he's uh, buggered around with them. <laughs> um, but I think, I think basically Keith, yes, he would probably be the original. Yeah. I saw okay. in 1977 at the Dominion Theatre in London when I was young. And so was the world. But Karen was already old by then. <laughs> I'm not a big, uh, not a big horror fan. Um, and actually, I'm going to change what I've written on my list here because this is no list. I'm going to. I did have The Shining written down because it's Kubrick and it is an amazingly brilliant film. But I'm actually going to change it live. Yeah, changing it now. Yeah, I think it's Avatar. Yes. Oh, and I can't spell either. <laughs> Uh, I'm changing it to Hellraiser um, which it would be a big toss up between Hellraiser and Hellraiser 2 and maybe if I could take that lovely new shiny Blu-ray box set that's just come out the first three in that would be nice because Hellraiser is just an amazing I don't like horror but it's an amazing good film Um, The American President 
Uh, Aaron Sorkin at his absolute best. Um, everything that, that eventually turned into the West Wing, but such a brilliant movie. Um, and finally, uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yeah. Yep. Because, you know, you've got to have Kubrick in there somewhere, and it's just fantastic. Um, then, some, then, then, then you want me to take books? I'm allowed you to may take, take books. books. Um, well, again, I'm going to cheat quite a lot here, because I've just written the word Alice, which basically covers Alice in Wonderland. So I, I, I want a nice compendium that doesn't actually exist yet of, of Alice in Wonderland, Alice Through the Looking Glass, more Alice and Alice Through the Needle's Eye, all so of them in one, one big book. You say you don't like Crawley, but you've got the Alice connection there. What's that? You didn't even know there Alice was didn't. an Alice connection. I didn't, can I just point out, I didn't actually say I don't like Crawley, I just said Three Bridges is nicer. <laughs> <laughs> you were, you you were the one that suddenly went, Ifield. I never mentioned the word Ifield. So don't blame me. And I'm sure I'm sure it was lovely when you were there, but you know. <laughs> um, another another thing which is very hard to sit down and go, which one do I take? So I've just written the word Oz mm-hmm. because oh, I yeah. kinda want to take all the bombs but also all the Ruth Plumley Thompsons um, because they're all magnificent and I would also like to actually my luck can I tell you what my luxury is my luxury is a time travel machine to go back (laughs) to about 1934 and find all the people who were planning to make the Wizard of Oz musical film and kill them (laughs) so that film was never made and and and, you know good Oz movies like Return to Oz would be the one everyone looked at I did wonder why abomination audience they're listening to me thinking why is this man droning on incoherently Uh, The Woman in White fantastic Rosie Collins book Um, brilliant marvellous way of doing narrative Um, far from the Madding Crowd because I do love a bit of Thomas Hardy I'm not a big sort of Ponzi, ooh, I read lots of books because I do. <laughs> um, I do like a bit of Thomas Hardy. Um, anyone here heard of Hugh Walters, the writer, sci-fi writer? Yes. Um, did a whole series of books like um, Passage to Pluto and, and Mission to Mars and okay. all those sorts of things. We're talking 50, 50s, 60s. Okay. Yes, and they're brilliant and they're amazing and they, they made me want to be a writer when I was a kid, so I'd take all of those. I'm going to be very contentious and say you need blind books. Um, <laughs> you can't be blind. You know, you, you, t- you take a, a, a good famous five or a, a good island of adventure. Oh, oh, that's going. Oh, that was going. He's not a famous um, five. So, <laughs> he doesn't appreciate he the doesn't. famous five. <laughs> 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 Curse you, head of Pertwee. Um, but, you know, you've got, you've got to, as long as it's not Noddy, because I'm not a big oh. fan of Noddy. Um, or the Secret Seven, which is just wet. Um, and then I would take... Uh, Again, a complete collection uh, because now they're finally finished. Uh, all the peanuts. Yes. Humbly <laughs> oh, <laughs> appreciates yep. peanuts. Um, everyone loves peanuts, and if you don't like, you know, if, you, if your whole world and, and life philosophy is not shaped by Charles Schultz, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> would you take the um, Corinth series? Of the, uh, I love series? No, I'm, I would take the, the, the Fantagraphicas. Oh, um, Fantagraphica. the whole. <laughs> Um, because they're so beautiful. Mm-hmm. The last one's just come out. Oh no, the last one's out in about oh, a month's time, isn't it? Yes. I finally ordered it off uh, Amazon the other day. Yeah, volumes 23 and 24. Not yes. Sunday's counting the No, no, no. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful comic book series. Um, uh, it's a big uh, 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 I'd like to take a complete collection of Agatha Christie, but this pod is, I think, getting a bit weighed down. You think you've got a Kindle. What about a Kindle? Yeah. Okay, but is it, is it the same? Kindle? Real, real books are it's an emergency. I know, it's it's emergency. I'm sorry, if it's a choice between food rations and <laughs> proper books, proper books wins. The Kindle is the first thing that's going out to 
Karen never got there. Karen, Karen's been locked in a in a storage room, the key thrown away, and a little little hole drilled in it so the air is um, it's all right, it's all right, Karen. Jean paid me a lot of money for this. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to take some Agatha Christie's. Um, I'm going to be very naughty and just take the Poirots um, because I can't bear Miss Marple. And although I quite like a lot of the others, Poirot is. <clears throat> it. Well, I'm the other way around. I love I, Marple, I and I love. But as soon as it's a Poirot book, within about five, six words, I know it's a Poirot. I can't stand them. Love the TV series because you did it so well. You say within hmm. five or six words, didn't you realise when it said Poirot on the cover? <laughs> someone gives me a Poirot book without knowing it. And clearly, you've never read one because the word Poirot never appears on any covers. Yeah, I have never books. read any Agatha Christie. Well, that's nothing to be proud of. <laughs> and it's another reason why you're locked in this oh, storage cupboard. And you're doomed. Two so differently. Okay. Oh, she's like a different author all the time. She's very clever like that. Um, I'd also take a complete set of Ian Fleming books and all the James Bonds are variable. Um, you know, some of them really are pretty poor. And he's not a great writer. He really is not a great writer. He's a good storyteller. He's a bit like J.K. Rowling, who is a terrible writer, but a really good storyteller. And, and Fleming's the same. But I've got a, a, a passion for. For Fleming, and my, my final one is a book called Two Five Three. Has anyone ever read Two Five Three? It's by a writer called Jeff Ryman, and it comes in two formats. And the first format, the original format, was uh, on the internet. And what it is, it's uh, a tube journey from somewhere to somewhere on the, the district line. Two Five Three is the number of people you can get on a Bakerloo line train. Okay. So it's 252 passengers and the driver makes 253. And this book, it's a brilliant piece of work, is a series of short stories, each of them 253 words, and they are the life of every single person on that train. And if you read the online version, which is what he did first, was mid-90s, I think, when the internet was relatively new, he did the whole thing through hot links, so that you would see, if you did it on the internet version, you could see how all these people in the carriages actually interlinked yes. with each other's lives. Wow. Whereas the print version, you don't get yeah. that, yeah. and you have to work it out for yourself, and you're going back and forth. Yeah. I'm sure that was mentioned somewhere else. Uh, and it's very clever, and then it ends on a little bit of a cliffhanger, and you're meant to think, oh, was the train just crashed and killed everyone? Oh, God. Wow. Um, but it's brilliant. 253, and his name is Jeff Ryman. Um, and, I, and I thoroughly recommend he also recently did a very good um, um, Alice in Wonderland sequel as well Ryman's a fantastic writer really good writer so that's all my books and films um, you asked me earlier uh, sorry I mean you didn't ask me earlier you didn't write me at all um, you said about music uh, it would be impossible for me to sit down and go oh I'm only going to take this bit of music or that bit of music is this because you have the same opinion of um CD players and the like, as you do of Kindles, and you just refuse to listen to music unless you like. Unless it's on a CD. No, 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 I'm fine. I've got it on a CD, certainly. I, I bloody MP3s. <laughs> but no, it's actually because, unfortunately, um, as, I, as I mentioned to Jean earlier, rather sad and tragically, um, I have over 6,000 CDs and vinyl at home. Oh, yeah. So if I was to turn around and go, well, I'm going to take 10 of them. Be I'd be weeping <laughs> because I'd be going, well, who am I leaving behind my babies? <laughs> <laughs> so instead I'm just I'm I'm choosing, I'm going down the MP3 route. I'm okay. saying, okay, if there's just one artist, yep. 
which is really hard because I want to put Sparks in there, I want to put Gary Newman in there, I want to put Blondie in there, I want to put Eurythmics in there, but the one artist I have to take their entire catalogue to keep me sane would be Bowie. Every single thing, everything. And as I'm going down through that pod, crashing towards the planet, Tin Machine is being played really, really loud (laughs) because that's the way to go. uh, so there you go. And you want a luxury. My luxury, I'm quite serious. My luxury is either the time machine to kill everyone involved in the original Wizard of Oz or if I'm being really practical because I want to survive, it's a chocolate fountain that is never ending and has an also equally never ending supply of marshmallows and sticks. Genius. <laughs> you may last a few weeks on that. Yeah, I think so. I might be quite sick at the Does same time. Does marshmallow count as a vegetable? I think it probably does. Yeah, you're fine. Chocolate comes from a bean. There you go. You're trying to claim that chocolate is part of your fibre day. It is. <laughs> it's, it's my one a day. <laughs> Look at the size of me. Of course it's my one a day. All I ever eat is chocolate. Um, is there anything else I'm allowed to take with me that, that you want me to take? I've taken music, film, books, chocolate. No, I, I think you're pretty much... As, I, as, as I said, though, yeah. if you hadn't locked me in the cupboard, I could have bought my Blondie collection and you could have had Bowie and Blondie, mm-hmm. but you've locked me in the cupboard, so sod you. Yeah. <laughs> Swings and roundabouts. Yeah, yeah I get to have Debbie Harry, but then I'd have to listen to you droning on as we're screaming towards his planet. Um, and and um, I'm the only one who can pilot the escape pod, so you're... Oh, oh well, you that wasn't mentioned earlier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, no, how do you pilot an escape pod? I think it's an auto. auto <laughs> she changes the rules as she goes along. <laughs> she still locks can she drive? No! So, you know, we're not putting you in charge of any escape oh, pods. What am I likely to hit? I ain't. Oh, and Karen, remember, yeah. you're not playing Grand Theft Auto. Oh, I wish I was. <laughs> right, okay, are we going to carry on talking to him? This is so nice. <laughs> <We're not laughs> <being involved>. <laughs> <laughs> right, we come up with a series of quick fire questions for you. Oh lord. Yes, they are they are very sad. We'll start with a nice easy one. So so when you say quick fire, is this like I have to give my immediate answer? You I don't think about it. Exactly. Oh lord. Nice simple one to start with. <laughs> Favourite big finish story. Uh, uh, line thirty four. Cool. Okay. Most embarrassing thing to happen to you during fandom in the eighties. My clothing. Not, not, not listening to John Ainsworth when he used to say to me, quite literally, you're not really going out in that, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Photos from the I have yeah, pictures. Yeah, there's, there's plenty of them. Jack Harkness, snog, marry, avoid? Jack Harkness? Yeah. Uh, avoid. <laughs> Can you believe it's not butter? Um, yes, because I like margarine. Cool. Favourite doctor? John Purvey. Are Zygons good kisses? I hope not. <laughs> Complete the following sentence. We are the famous... Five. Oh. <laughs> Alpha Centauri, sex symbol or just a bit rude? Oh, total <laughs> sex symbol. Congrats. There, did very well. Well done, you. Yeah, I'm sorry, I can't Alpha Centauri. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean you would, wouldn't you? Six arms. One eye. Uh, <laughs> those memories will last forever. Yeah. Oh, dear. 
what are we doing next then? I've got no idea. We've run out, haven't we? No, we haven't. No, we haven't. No, no, we we 30-second recommendation. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Did they warn you about this one? No. no. We didn't. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you say that. Oh, dear. What a shame, Gary. You're about to be humiliated yeah. further. <laughs> Basically, what you have to come up with is something... It could be absolutely any genre that you've enjoyed doing, watching, seeing, listening to, that you think everybody else in the whole world should enjoy, watch, listen to, see, read. And you've got 30 seconds to tell us you what it is and why. It. Yeah. Okay. You've got something. Bloody hell, it took us hours. Uh, yeah. I've got a watch. Don't worry. You want you've got 30, 30 seconds. Okay. Starting from oh. now. So I have 30 seconds to speak relatively slowly but ponderously <laughs> without repetition and duplication. This is not why Aaron Sorkin's newsroom is oh. the thing that America should be the most proudest thing that they've ever produced on television. A series that is both classy, intelligent and sophisticated, has some of the best writing and the best developed characters. Um, the fact that there are so few episodes is, is slightly criminal but at the same time, better to have quality than quantity. Um, it is just brilliant and if there's anyone in the world that's never seen the newsroom and, and you, uh, I'm way past 80 seconds excellent go and watch the newsroom and buy them all on Blu-ray and it is the best thing in the world ever that's 30 Ooh. seconds exactly <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'm now completely stuck. Well, we had uh, guilty pleasures. Oh, there's more. Are we do it. Oh, all right. The poor man. It's a recap of a guilty pleasure. Mm. Guilty pleasure is uh, be it a play, a film. Uh, a TV show, story or episode that has been universally banned, but despite all reason, you like it. Let's start with Scott then, because it's Scott's Scott. first time in America. Horns of Nymo. Oh, oh no. no! Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Get out! Can <laughs> you justify that at all? Say again. Justify that at all? Yeah, it's justify. not possible. Justify Horns of Nymo. It's please. enjoyable, it's funny, it's only four episodes long. Only one of those <laughs> things you just said is true. We've oh, yeah. <laughs> told you about lying. <laughs> and it's got Christmas lights in the TARDIS. What? Okay. Tumbleweed. Okay, okay. For, for me, it's got to be, despite all reasons, uh, Muppets in Manhattan. I mean, Daleks in Manhattan. Oh. <laughs> um, I, yes, it is bad. Yes, it is terrible. It, it only has one cliffhanger with the human Dalek with the rather phallic-looking tentacles in the side of his head. But I, I just like the Dalek reactions in there. They're, they're looking at each other. They're, they're plotting round corners and checking behind them to make sure nobody's so watching your them. whole justification yes. for Daleks in Manhattan is that one five-second clip where <laughs> no, two no, no, Daleks no. look at each other. Lovingly across the border. Can I just they say... They behind them and have sensors. That is detect. still a better justification than it's gone Christmas <laughs> 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 so they, they have mass 
massive sensors, ground radar, so they know whatever's behind them or whatever. But this one Dalek still looks behind him to check. The He's just lengthening it out now. He is, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, it's the same five second scene. Crumbly! Does it have to be a Doctor Who one? No, it no, really no, doesn't. Oh, no, right. okay. Well, my guilty pleasure. Well, I'll say I've got two actually. Well, the first one is very well, very well known, uh, documented. Uh, dare I say Tron? What's wrong with Tron? Oh, I love it. Oh, come on, it's fantastic. <laughs> Sorry, my voice went so hard. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. By today's standards, I mean, okay, this, the uh, computer graphics are rather quaint. So, yes. <laughs> I mean, okay, the wooden, can, the acting can be rather wooden yes. at times, but. Rather? I mean, <laughs> oh, goodbye. <laughs> but to me, it just sums up the plot. It was a groundbreaking film in science fiction, yeah, because of the CGI and the whole premise behind it. And uh, with my other guilty pleasure, Downton Abbey. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've gone through the whole thing of a, a guilty pleasure of a Doctor Who story. And, and well done. But now I can't think of I'm, I'm sure there are millions. Of that. I mean, I've already said I like Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes and I like Tin Machine, and they're both things that, that people hate. Um, so I am going to go with the Doctor Who story, I'm afraid, because I'm a bit dull and it's what's in my head. And I'm just going to tell you that I think the web planet is perfect. Yes. <laughs> and it's fantastic. It's got no humans in it. It's brilliant. That's 1960s, classy, sort of, it's almost like German Expressionist movie in that black and white. <laughs> the Vaseline and everything, and Minotra and Lotra. I'm doing the actions, which obviously nobody can see. Um, and the Zabi. It's just brilliant. The, the, the imagination and the inventiveness. Um, and it does not have Christmas trees in the target. <laughs> it has got Martin Jarvis, though. Yes. Yes, everything should have Martin Jarvis in it. Do I go for Dog 2? Give him the cup there, would it? Okay, love a monsters. Uh, what? No, no. <laughs> I love all people seem to hate it. I read. Yellow! <laughs> I don't understand why. I really don't. You, you Peter mean, K fan? Yeah, no, Peter K channeling Johnny Vegas. That's true. Mm, the, the bit in his off turns up at the end is a little bit ropey. A little bit ropey. <laughs> <laughs> before it, the, the whole idea of the character seeing the Doctor as this other, as we do in a way, and then being Doctor Who fans effectively, it just, I think it's wonderful. <laughs> the reflection on fandom and, and as the lovely man in the audience just shouted out ELO you can't go better than a Doctor Who story with Jeff Lynne I mean yeah. god that's perfection and it's got the funny bit with the paving stone at the end yes Doctor Who's only blowjob well apart from the trap in Europe that's gone into a whole new <laughs> you're talking about I'm not, I'm not sure I want to say because it's very bad oh, right. it's not Christmas no. nice it's, it's Grease 2 it's Grease 2 I love Grease 2 I could I could sit and watch it in a quiet store cupboard where I've been locked <laughs> over and over it's wonderful so is it Maxwell Caulfield who does it for you I could say Michelle Pfeiffer, but that <laughs> keeps sitting at the end there. It's just, it's just absolutely wonderful. It's corny, and there's corny songs, and there's T-Birds and Pink Ladies, and it's Grease too, and it's wonderful. Uh, I, I've had to in a rare there. moment, Karen, yeah. I'm in complete Grease. <laughs> yes. Grease 2 is it's nowhere as good as Grease 1, no. but it is still very, very good, although I would say that Maxwell Caulfield is appalling in it. Oh, but Michelle so. Pfeiffer is, is knockout, and everyone else is really good in yeah. it. The songs yeah. are great. 
See, he can be nice. <laughs> I'm being nice about Greece too, not you. He's oh. coincidentally really nice. Well. What do you think he used to lure you into the cut storage cupboard? <laughs> <laughs> Here's Maxwell. Come on, come on. Come on. Here you go. Here you go. Oh, nothing, Greece too. <laughs> yeah, that would have been easy. Come on then, Riddler. Go on. My problem is I never feel guilty about any of my pleasures. <laughs> that much is Oh, God, where is this? This is going to be a We've just entered the dark territory. This is going to be a bloke, isn't it? <laughs> no, I... Uh, um, I just, just a minute. There you go. Does she need that? <laughs> <laughs> really have any guilty pleasures. Oh, oh, I suppose the carry-on films could be. But yeah, some of them maybe are good. The I know, some of them are really <laughs> naff, but I love the carry-on films. Tell them about you and the slug. That's my secret. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd say the carry-on films. Fair enough. Yeah, they're, they're not politically correct, no, which um, I quite enjoy, and they're sexist, which I quite enjoy. And Can you do Sid fun. Jones' laugh? No. <laughs> Can you do Barbara Windsor's laugh? No. Yes, you can. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm really boring, I'm afraid. Audience, guilty pleasures, please. Go on, then. The original, ah! the original Casino Royale. The original Casino Royale? Yes. Oh, yeah. The David Niven uh, uh, one. Uh, yes. Never seen it all the way through. Not, not the black and white TV version. Yeah, yeah, not the TV no, Not the Barry Nelson one, no. The David Niven and Peter Sellers. That's the one. Yeah. 20 different James Bonds. Yeah. On right. Guilty pleasure. Apart from that kill. And apart from anyone on this panel. <laughs> Why, Gene, you know me <laughs> There are times when I do worry. Come on. Come on. My guilty pleasure. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just near down. Gary is, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Andre. You're welcome. I thought that was our secret. <laughs> you promised you'd never tell. It was worked out. Okay, um, right, uh, we've winged it as much as we can. Questions? Anyone? Please, God. Did they show Quark in uh, the UK? Yes. Yeah, that's that, yeah. What's Quark? Quark, Quark, was, Quark was a sci fi series about 1982? Not actually, about 1978. Right. We might not have got it till about 82, Probably I think. Not. What was it about? It was an interstellar the bartender. Guy. That's right. <laughs> it, was like, it was like American version of Kinvig. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. Benjamin, yeah! And those twins! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I think we're strolling into a pleasure. Yeah, exactly. I think you're way past strolling. <laughs> <laughs> Any others? Anyone else? Anybody else? Return to Oz is one of mine. It's just brilliant, just isn't it? Just brilliant. The characters are all done like the original illustrations, it's brilliant. And, and the Gnome King, Nicole Williamson, going so over the top he makes Brian Blessed look. The first Oz film that they did, I know it's not the first Oz film, but the first the film they recently did of the Oz book before The Wizard of Oz. The, the, the great and all powerful Oz. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was nicely made. 
Um, I felt the script was fairly dire, but it, it was very watchable and, you know, it was no return to Oz, but it was still better than the MGM Judy Garland thing. Um, I just thought that there were just moments in it. I thought, oh, you, you're trying to be too clever. They also... Oh, sorry, I'm getting a bit Aussie now, aren't I? Um, it, it, it seemed to me that the people who wrote it, they obviously knew the books and loved them, but they'd also read the Gregory Maguire books and thought, we'll try and do a little bit of Wicked and a little bit of Son of Wicked and everything in here as well. And it's like, the Gregory Maguire books are beautiful and amazing and fantastic. They are so separate from Oz. And the, you know, there's loads of other people that have done versions of Oz, including Jeff Ryman, um, who, who did 253. He did a book called Was. Was, um, which is not till you read it that you suddenly, oh my god, this is the Wizard of Oz retold in a in a different setting. Um, and I thought that was a slight, that was a bit of a shame. They tried to go, oh, Wicked's really popular. Let's do a bit of a sort of a Wicked pastiche in, in Great and Powerful Oz. Um, but I think it looked amazing. Um, but yeah. What problem do you have with the um, Judy, Judy Garland? Yeah. Uh, it's a musical. I don't like musicals. Um, <laughs> I don't. I can't bear musicals. I'm sorry. I really cannot cope with more. Yes. I do like Greece. No, all right. I do like Greece. Moulin Rouge. I'm talking about sort of every five seconds someone bursting into a song to tell the story. Whereas Moulin Rouge is a film that uses music as part of that film. It's telling the story through the. Whereas the, the Wizard of Oz is like, oh, let's all sing the Yellow Brick Road now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, I just hate it with a passion. It's that, it's that awful kind of. Um, every gay in the world is supposed to love the Wizard of Oz. Every gay in the world is supposed to love Judy Garland, and they got the colour of the slippers wrong. It's utterly unforgivable. <laughs> <laughs> the only good thing about the MGM Wizard of Oz film is is Bert Deer's, um Cowardly Lion, which is mm. hysterically funny. Um, but no, I just don't like it. It's just a boring, silly film. Oh, and Margaret um, Thingy is brilliant as the whiz, as a witch. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's just... It just isn't good enough for something as good as a, of The Wizard of Oz. I, I, someone really... And Return to Oz is the closest, and it's just like, that's 30-something years old now. Um, someone really should be in a position to sit down and take... I think all the elements of the Oz books and all the really scariness of the Oz books and make a really good film and, and as soon as more of the Ruth Plumley Thompson stuff comes into the public domain and you can start using her characters because my god if you've ever read the books Baum first five or six books Baum's writing quite interesting uh, social uh, parody really and then he gets completely into the fancy and he gets a little bit whimsical and a little bit cutesy and some of the kids in it you just want to kill. Um, and then Ruth Plumley Thompson comes along and she turns it into a nightmare and she just makes these really bizarre nightmare shows. She takes a lot of Baum's characters and twists them and, and you get like the patchwork girl of Oz who is a psycho. She's made up of all these different patches and her, and she, and her, her head is full of different personalities and you just think... She's one set. If you put a knife in her hand, yeah. you just wiped out the whole of Oz because she would just go in and kill everyone. And um, the, the, the Hungry Tiger of Oz as well is another one who's just like she, Ruth Plumley Thompson wrote psychos into Oz, and it's just, just brilliant. Her books are fantastic. Do you think there's some sort of a fear among filmmakers if you try to remake something that's classically seen as an yes. amazing film? I think everyone's gone. Oh, The Wizard of Oz has a perfect. <coughs> film um, and so yeah people try and stay away from it and unfortunately 
they do they will always look at Return to Oz, which however brilliant a film it is, tanked at the box office because of the Judy Garland film. And at the time everyone said, Oh, you can't remake it. It's, like, it's not a remake, it's a prequel and it's better and it's proper. But it kind of had that, that tarnish to it and I think that's that's held on ever since. If if Return to Oz had maybe made fifteen years later, um, it might have worked commercially, it wouldn't have been as good a film. Because um, Return to Oz is, is seriously, it's pretty damn near perfect. It's, it's just beautiful. The Wheelers, oh, how <laughs> terrifying are the Wheelers? The armored G Marsh in it. Yes, yeah. as yeah. Mombi. Yeah. Um, which in the books is weird because she's actually in the, in the film, she's playing a combination of two people, uh, neither of whom are Mombi. But that brilliant sequence where she just keeps taking her heads off and putting them in, and all the heads in the cabinet are all looking around yeah. and they're, they're talking, and one of them looks like Sarah Sutton, which is really a bit... Um, but it, it's, really, it's really fantastic. And also, the great thing about it is, in the, in the pre-Oz sequence, where Nicole Williamson and Jean Marsh are in that as well, they are also playing horrifically nightmarish, really quite horrible people. The sequence of Jean Marsh chasing uh, Farouk, whatever her name is, the girl that plays um, Dorothy, through that marsh and all that rain and, and forces her to go into, into the river and tries to drown her, is really horrific stuff for what was a, a you know, like PG-rated movie back then. And you think, that's not, that's really terrifying for kids. Um, and she's a nurse, and you're supposed to go, oh, nurses are lovely and trustworthy. <laughs> you know, and she's trying to give her electrotherapy and kill her, and it's just oh. really dark movie. Have you never seen it? No, because I think it's an amazing film. Really, really out, good. Mid 80s? 85. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't uh, cinemaing much then. They have done this thing they're done. called DVDs. <laughs> you can buy them and you can watch any movie from history and, that's am on I allowed DVD. Them in my cupboard. <laughs> Um, yes, I, 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 because, because, because you like Greece too, I'll allow you to have Return to Oz. My, my parting gift to you as I'm running is to go, <laughs> that's obviously my plan. But, uh, odd job. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Odd job with a DVD. Right, I think we have just one more thing to do to humiliate you. Well, you haven't succeeded in humiliating me so far, so. Right. Oh. <laughs> you had to. Why did I say that? It's like that moment. It's that moment in Forty Towers, isn't it? It's like no, no, don't, 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 don't smile. Don't smile. <laughs> now I've got to split you guys into teams. So you three and you three are on the same team. So I'm going to swap. Hang on. With you. Us three and that three are on the same team. <laughs> that That's three. one team. That's just us. <laughs> What you mean is they're a team and we're a team. Well, that's not what you said, Karen, and I'm afraid in this day and age of information technology, you have to kind of say things that you mean. I give the man a kazoo. No. Kazoo. Kazoo. Oh, Jesus. Okay, you are going to humiliate me, aren't you? We play this game called Swanee Kazoo. And we weren't ever going to play it again, but then, you know, Andre said, Gary Russell can come and join you. And we thought, perfect. Oh. And all you have to do... Your <laughs> pleasure. <laughs> no, no, no. pleasure. You know, and, and I have never touched one of these in my life. Oh, they were. What do you say? Now, basically, <laughs> that team... The, 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 the sexual innuendo <laughs> going on here is just ridiculous. <laughs> 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 well, as 
Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's where that noise comes from. Lauren Hardy. That's really bizarre. Okay. <laughs> First of all, Adam, that's for your team. You have to play that. Don't look, you cheaters. Yeah, cheaters. Oh, the yeah. other team has to guess what it I is. Can't even see. What does it say? What? I have oh, to. Yeah, I'm on it. <laughs> can you read it? Yeah. Okay. I can. Vaguely. When does this ever stop? I need you. Can Adam have a thingy? Would you try those? A kazoo, that would do for me. Might be easier on a kazoo. <laughs> Just a second, I've forgotten. Oh, you can't oh. remember that! <laughs> <laughs> you daft. I've got a memory of a goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> on the count of three. No, no, that's not what to say. On the count of three, one, two, three. <laughs> Oh, perfect. That's well, you know, that perfect sense. I don't know exactly. <laughs> Can anyone guess it? You must all know that, surely. <laughs> try, it, try it again, and this time do it properly. Like seven. Yes! Because we're all nerds. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have wet wipes. Do you want to wipe down the instruments? Oh. <laughs> no, they got their own. Yes, yes, yes. You no, ready? I'm, I'm dragging it from my memory. Do you yeah. want that? Or do you want to... I don't know the tune. <laughs> Neither did I. I can't remember the Blank 7 thing. I'll hum it. That was clear. Three. Wait, 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 Why am I the only one who knows? Why are you doing a clang as <laughs> Andy, blow with a. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 just play it. That's, that's uncanny, Keith. <laughs> Everyone's going to get it now. <laughs> Would you like to try again? Because that was. No! <laughs> Why don't you do the kazoo as Crumbly can't? <laughs> <laughs> don't you start. Oh, I'm going to think it really hard. One, two, three. Oh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> I get to play it that way. Will you play with it down there? <clears throat> Sorry? Oh. No. And I'm sure he's thinking of the wrong thing. <laughs> I think I'm thinking of the wrong thing. Cool, cool Ryan from Greece too. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's meant to be the theme from Blake's... No, it's not. No, it's not. Fat Rogers. Fat Rogers. That's exactly the theme from Fat Rogers. That was back so glad. They're the same show. Glenn Larson nonsense. I think we win that. Yeah, yeah we win. Okay. I think on the basis of that, we really should wind this I up. Think we should. I think we should. Actually, yeah. speaking, they won because they guessed it. And yeah. Didn't. We actually lost. Yeah, but, but we you did better the right claim. Right <laughs> well, there is that. Yeah, yeah. The victory is Gary, wasn't it? That was what you said. What? You said you wanted us to humiliate Gary. When it didn't succeed. Oh yeah. 
Just beaten. humiliated ourselves. <laughs> is it being on this panel enough? <laughs> I would have thought so, yeah. There is no humiliation being around such marvellously talented people and Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Dan. I love you. <laughs> I didn't, I slapped you. <laughs> Crumbly, lead us out, please, God. What's, what's the letter? Oh, yeah. Oh. Let's make it G for Gary. Oh. G for Gary. <laughs> and so, dear listeners, this brings us to the end of a very special podcast. But before we go, we must say a big thank you to our very special guest star, Mr. Gary Russell. Thank you. And I think we also have to introduce oh, no. and say thank oh, you to oh, can I say hello to the head of Pertwee? Hello, 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 He's got his own escape pod. Probably it's a G, so can we get the word git in there? Glorious. Git. Generous. Git. Glamorous. Anyway, anyway, in the next podcast there'll be more of the same, more fun frivolity and jollity. No Russell. More humiliation. <laughs> more fun for volatility and jollity. More news and reviews. More who old and new. So until that, glorious, Get. gargantuan, Get. glamorous, Get. gambling, Get. generous, Get. glowing, what? glowing, Get. glass blowing. Wrap it up. All around nice guy. <laughs> Galloping towards us. <laughs> this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Au revoir. Bye. <laughs> Shut up, you. <laughs> <laughs> They actually apologised yeah. over the tunnel. Oh, they did. <laughs> the British one, where you just left. Yeah. 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 We're sorry, but we're doing paperwork. British Rail updates you. Which century we're talking about? Last month. Long last month. It was. It should be British Rail again or something. It should like. be. It should be. Yeah. It should take you back. Mm. Bring back privatised. Yeah. Yeah. National, yeah. National, yeah. National Rail. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
we're staggering stories. We're a podcast based down in Crawley. Mm. Um, we basically review Doctor Who stories and sci-fi and that kind of stuff. So we just decided to have a mad holiday and come here into Chicago Tardis. Have you been? Have you been to this one before? No, no. I've never been to New York at all. It's my favourite one. A friend of ours oh, wow. is one of the organising team, and he asked us to <laughs> come over, Andre. Right, so it's been. What is Joe? You know, what is this one? The third, the fourth. The third, the third, the third one. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what do you enjoy about doing conventions? Apart from being adored and worshipped like a god. <laughs> I enjoy the very things that I was wary of at the beginning yeah. when I when I was mm. when I, I didn't want to do them. Before I did them. <laughs> Well, yeah, you get, it's easy to imagine that people would be... Most of us are performers like everyone else. You know, we're all shy. Yeah. You don't really want to... You know, you don't, you're lucky if you're sociable mm. at all. <laughs> <laughs> performers are just the same. same you know, yeah. just, the, just the idea that we can get on a stage and yeah. do what we rehearsed or perform to a crowd, it doesn't mean you... But you're hiding yeah. behind a character. It's quite a different matter, the idea mm. of, you know... Um, I suppose just pitching in as yourself, yeah. but then that's slightly misleading because not it ain't. Quite, yeah. It's not. Mm. It's never you. No. I know when you, if you, if any, any of us that have been in Doctor Who or played the Doctor, it's not about you. Nah. <laughs> I'm sure they're happy to see you, but it ain't you. Yeah. It's this. Yeah. It's this character. Um, but those very things that I, before I ever did one, thing, why would I want to? Mm. I want to, they're, they're all going to be nuts. It's going to be <laughs> too intense. It, it, they, they won't have a sense of humour. And I couldn't have been more wrong. It's yeah. been, it's been a hoot, you know. Yeah. I was really glad to find that that was that was the case. That was the truth. Yeah. As Jean real... has said earlier, for two days you are treated as a god. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might look that. Way. <laughs> Where's your agent? <laughs> being at somewhere, I've been treated. Like, I don't know. Really? Do you find any difference between the American conventions and the British conventions? Uh, only in terms of scale, mm. really. Um, I really enjoy the American shows. That's why I mainly do them. Mm. Um, again, for the... St- the I think since, in, particularly in the last ten years, the... the uh, the kind of explosion of interest here for Doctor Who in yeah. North America yeah. has just meant that the kind of enthusiasm for, um, and the joy at these shows is kind of infectious. Mm. It seems ironic, you know, 20 years ago, whatever, we, when we made that pilot, yeah. you know, its chief, was it then? It's <laughs> chief function, when you think back, was to try and find an American audience. Yeah. 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 And if you'd said to us then, 20 years ago, there will be a day not long, not long from now. Yeah. And, it would, you know, America would be like, if you like, no, the driving force behind mm. it. Mm. You know, Doctor Who's all conquering now, yeah. and mainly it's come from North America. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's great, and they, and they're catching, they, they sort of play catch up, even with the, uh, with the audio adventures. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mainly, because yeah. mainly the Eighth Doctor's on audio. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And though America used to have, but hasn't anymore got a. A radio drama tradition. No, yeah. we kind of started it, but let it last. Yeah, Jules, all worlds in Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but now that the twig, now that these audio adventures are really worth having. Yeah. Of course, here they do. You know, we, we think an hour and a half in the car is a marathon. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 
Um, you know, they do seven, eight-hour car journeys. So yeah, that's that's, right. that's a couple of audio yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so that's all taken off. So I really, I, yeah. I like that. I enjoy. It. And you know what? When all said, we like talking about things that we do. Yeah. We like talking about the work. We like sharing the enthusiasm with people mm. that mm. that love it. You know, we don't make it for us. It's made for them. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a, it's a real hoot. It's a real. Not everyone enjoys it, you know. And, and if you don't enjoy it, well, don't don't go. No. <laughs> but I like it. I've always liked it. Like talking about the work um, and seeing the kind of and getting that kind of feedback, seeing the effect that it has. And it's like a family thing. It's sociable. Mm. You know, I've now got a stack of new friends, and I mean that. And and so have a lot of the fans that yeah. keep coming to the yeah. shows. Yeah. It's really sociable, you know. You see, year on year, you see these kind of gangs of people um, <laughs> become friends, and it kind of builds up. Yeah. Now, yeah. What's not to like? Exactly. We 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 came here last night absolutely dead on our feet, and one of our friends just grabbed us. We only ever see it when we come over to America. Well, yeah. It's on Facebook. Yeah. It's like. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sleep. <laughs> yeah. A couple of um, shorts coming up. Um, was it the Pit and the Pendulum and um, Absence? What's, you seem to have done a lot of those. What's the attraction? Well, they're quick. Um, <laughs> they're usually um, experimental, which I like. And they're promising, you know, I mean, it might lead to something. I, I, I kind of like that. In, in a, sometimes it's better than doing four weeks of a telly. Mm. Um, where it's likely that you'll get hired because of that thing you did for somebody else a year ago. Kind of. yeah. Whereas you know you do a short picture, and it's and there's never any money in them. No, you know because they 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 they're all shot for ten quid. <laughs> but um, but the subject matter tends to be good, and they mm. you know, and it's it's most often stuff you rarely get to do or play or the ways. So I like that. I like that. Yeah. Um, one of them seems particularly dark. Dark's not bad. <laughs> Which one? The, pen, the pendulum? Yeah, In fact, they're yeah. both quite dark. Yeah. They're both quite dark. Yeah. Um, I think it's a comedy short would be difficult to pull off. Yeah. Doing comedy is tricky anyway. It's technical yeah. and you need to rehearse it. And it's weird. And in a way, that's, that's, that would go against the grain of trying to make a short short. The tradition in Britain, anyway, doing a short is you get everybody together with a week to go and um, doing somebody's flat. <laughs> That's how you do it. Yeah. Um, so you couldn't you couldn't easily do something epic or something yeah. necessarily comedic. Um, Twenty years ago, when you signed up as a doctor, what clue did you have that you'd still be sitting here today talking about it? I didn't have any clue at all. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it was just another job because I could tell that it wasn't because it was the first time I'd taken a a role that other people had played yeah. so you know that wasn't in the theatre yeah um, so that was different for a kickoff. but also you, you, it's worth remembering that when when we shot that it had been shelved yeah, yeah. it had yeah. been booted into the long grass it was five or six years you know it mm. was it had gone yeah so uh, there was it's through that kind of prism that you have to try and yeah. I think remember it um it didn't. We didn't really want to think that we too far ahead about it because we we weren't sure what was gonna what it was gonna be. Obviously, it was it was a pilot for an American television series, mm. and that in itself is hugely exciting, and and a departure. You know. Yeah. Um, but even while we shot it, and I'm sure it's the same when, when most people do pilots, at least most performers, there's an idea. Of course, you know, you have to 
you have to travel expectantly. You have to think, well, this might go, this might happen. Mm-hmm. And if it does, you know, you belong to them for six years because that's yeah. the contract that you signed. Mm-hmm. And when we when we're in Vancouver making uh, the the, uh, the so-called movie, um, you know, we looked at the, my, my kids were little. I remember at the time, and you know, we were looking at because we could have been moving to Vancouver yeah. six months later for mm-hmm. five or six years. Mm-hmm. So we looked at schools, <laughs> yeah. and, and you know, they took us and showed us a few houses in the bay, kind of thing. Cause you know, yeah. But even and nobody says anything. You don't. No one wants to put a dampener on it. Mm-hmm. But 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 just the the probability, of course, is yeah. it's weighed against you. We ain't gonna come back. <laughs> it's a pilot. Yeah. Most pilots don't come back. Yeah. So in it, but you still you still look at the housing. That that was what the atmosphere was like. So you could never think too far ahead. Right. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank, you, very much. Thank you. Enjoy your stay. We're here in a conference room deep in Penn's station new york station. <laughs> yes with andre tessier the genius well one of, one of the geniuses behind li who which was a lot of fun yes. and he's going to give us some feedback over to you andre fake keith my dear i have no idea what you put into that coffee <laughs> to use the term genius so loosely but first off let me start with Hello, team! Hello, Andre! And I'd like to first thank you for coming and doing your live panel. One of the highlights of the convention, I'm left to understand, mostly because Gary Russell was there. Yeah, Yeah. it's all all down to Gary. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Bull what? Okay, okay, Bull E, Bull E. Oh, wait. Uh, do you know who's editing this podcast? No one. No one. No one? <laughs> As I tap the mic feverishly. <laughs> well, I'm a married man. Of course I tap the mic frequently. Anyway, so I've come in to miss an atrocious football game to see you guys off to uh, Chicago TARDIS. Yes. Yet yet another wonderful convention in America, which, as you well know, is the home of TV's Doctor Who, as it's it's produced by BBC America. (laughs) But actually, BBC America and BBC Wales, but not BBC England. There is a BBC England. Well, just the over... Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a BBC owns everything. It's a small office at the back of Tooten Beck somewhere. <laughs> anyway, so I've seen on your Facebook pages that you've enjoyed our lovely city. Oh yeah. 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 El Presidente, a little much uh, <laughs> on 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 the rock. The sad, yeah, we, we sad spent, little man that we love so much. We spent the whole of yesterday running around Central oh. Park trying to find. This rock. You, <laughs> you, you do realize that there are websites that will tell you exactly where the rock is and the best way to access the park from the closest entry there, where to turn. We do now. We did resort to that at the end. Yeah. Oh, too okay. many rocks. <laughs> too, too many rocks in one of the largest that parks. why that guy uh, who was giving us directions, when we yes. said, oh, we're looking for the rock in Central Park, when. Which rock? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't realise quite how many there were until yeah. we got there. Yeah. Well, at, at least you didn't just describe the area because there are certain areas in Central Park that are known as uh, 
sites for people to get amorous. Okay. I looked for them, but I couldn't see any. No. Oh well. Well, there's a website that will tell you yeah. that as well. Yeah. Unfortunately, Scott isn't here. He's he's off. He's in Macy's, which is located directly across from here. And if you guys ever come to Penn Station, by the way, it, we're just a short uh, railroad trip out to Ronkonkoma, where. Where you can go to Elihu 4 starting next year, November 11, 12, 13, starting on Remembrance Day. Plug, plug, plug. And uh, of course, well, if I'm in a plugging mood, uh, take a look at Indiegogo. On Indiegogo, uh, type in Doctor Who Am I, where Matthew Jacobs uh, is currently about to enter the post production part of his uh, documentary. On the American fans of Doctor Who, filmed at our convention and as well as Gallifrey back in February. I thought I saw someone wandering around with big cameras. Yeah, yeah, they they weren't cosplaying anybody. They weren't cosplaying. They weren't cosplaying the crew. Yeah, I did wonder. Was that that guy who asked me, "Hi, where are you from?" London. Oh. <laughs> oh, and I've said hello to everybody, but I guess I should probably say hello to the head of Pertwee. Hello, head of Pertwee. He's actually he's in my suitcase. I'm yes, he's yes. asleep at the moment. Yeah, he's, oh. he's in the cargo car at the moment. No, <laughs> we didn't leave him in the apartment. <laughs> oh, the poor lady. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they left the head of Pertwee on the chair. El Presidente put the head of Pertwee on the top of a chair. Yeah. He went out for the day, he came back in, and head of Pertwee terrified him because he forgot it was on the chair. <laughs> 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 what the fuck? You screamed like a girl. And all five of us will say you did. I'm sure you will. Yeah, yeah. So is that what I heard on Long Island? Yeah, quite yeah. possibly. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh. Pigeons taking off from Mel Bush in the screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On a serious note, thanks for coming out. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I mean, definitely. All you guys coming to Li Who, you know, something that I really enjoyed. Yeah, I really enjoyed seeing all of you again and some for the first time. Yeah. And uh, mostly in passing, as I ran by in attempt to put some fire of some kind out. Yeah. Various states of undress. <laughs> wow. You've always struck me as being laconic, but you are laconic to the ninth that you were running. Yes. Sorry, get on. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Good seeing you. <laughs> there he goes. That's what money in a con does for yeah. you. Yeah. The flash of kilts. <laughs> And, and uh, it's what's under the kilts we don't want flash. <laughs> you say that now, but that's only because we're being recorded amongst people. It's <laughs> uh, a good uh, way uh, to clear uh, the path in uh, front of you. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> o- o- only at certain amorous times. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, course, I just use yeah. it as a club and bad people. <laughs> wow, I don't think this is going to make this uh, the current the current show because you're not editing. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I did, oh. en- I did enjoy the homemade hooch, mate. Oh, the brown. Oh, the brown stuff. Oh, oh, the apple pie moonshine. Yeah. I think it's just called the brown. <laughs> the brown. So what is it? It's brown. <laughs> oh, come on, that was a Star Trek Next Generation I know, I know. reference. I know. But uh, 
Act- oh, damn. I should have brought a bottle with me for you guys. <laughs> no, no. <it's> okay. <laughs> it would have been a raucous train, train ride. Yeah. yeah. What was that? Just a- You'll still be on the train. <laughs> <laughs> Coming back. Yeah. <laughs> How did we get to Milwaukee? <laughs> <laughs> Which wouldn't be the worst thing. What? Milwaukee's just the next major city. I'm calling it a major city. Oh, yeah. I just... <laughs> I look forward to your emails uh, about every both people that listen to this in Milwaukee about me bashing your city. <laughs> uh, what did you guys enjoy about the convention? Oh, paddle mostly. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a big part. Uh, it, it, yeah, it was great. That was great. Because when he was when I asked him questions and he looked at me to answer, which was which was nice. <laughs> The sun was shining directly behind him, and it looked like he had a halo. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and his yeah. eyes were lovely, so that was good. We Paul, did play Jesus in the TV movie. Exactly. Paul yeah. is good people, very yeah, good yeah. people, and uh, I'm sorry that I didn't have your badges for you. This ah, way, oh. like I, you wouldn't have had to stand in line and, and blow off Noel. Yeah. <laughs> That's I almost right. said no coward. That would have been a really, that would have been really an impressive interview that I've gotten. We have also know that if we ever meet Paul, uh, no, no, again, we, we just, just have, have to say sup. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sup. Sup. That's it. They sorry. were great talents. Oh yeah. No, no, Clark and Camille Kaduri were absolutely outstanding together. They were. But my favourite was the um, companions, um, Tegan oh, versus yeah. Zoe. Oh, yes. That was hilarious. Uh, my my main complaint is the panel with Katie Manning okay. trying to get shots of Katie Manning she will yeah. not stand still I thought, I thought you said movie. you were trying to do shots <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> shots. I'll be on my back <laughs> speaking of special thank yous I'd like that's not your train no, no. your train's not for Wyatt I'd like to thank Jean why? Why? We never bother. No. <laughs> oh, Jean, oh, I, I noticed she's bringing the mic over to make sure it's recorded. Wobbling. Uh, I'd like to thank Jean for, for giving a hand during Saturday night's auction. Oh, yes. 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 And uh, quite a bit of that money uh, was uh, going to be... We have two charities. One is the... Uh, Little Flower Fund for the Little Flower School in Wading River. And uh, we had a surprise appearance by Janet Fielding. Yes. You got a cuddle, didn't I you? I got a hug. Yes. I got a hug from Janet Fielding. I yes. think my favourite bit on that was when Andre says something that he shouldn't have said, and both me and Janet looked at him at the same time. And went, <laughs> <Yes>. What? <laughs> and your, your cards it was, had been it was girls together. <laughs> oh, I, I meant to say that just to see what would happen. <laughs> A man who likes to live dangerously. Oh. Yeah, my wife had left already. <laughs> she had gone home. So if I, and by the way, I should state for the record that it was a joke about Jean's age to those that uh, that weren't there. At which point, I got the glare. Yes, <laughs> from both Jean and Janet. Oh dear. Either side of you. Yes. Well, no. They actually it was it was a wave because they were both <laughs> to my left, and I turned and 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 I could feel the skin on that side of my face starting to blister <laughs> and peel. But uh, a good time was had by all. Yep. Oh, definitely. It was a rousing success, and uh, you know, of course, you all are invited. 
next year. Yes, I see you've already Don't put up the notifications. <laughs> I see you've already put up the notifications for next year. Yeah. And uh, of course, the year after that. Yes. Yeah, which might be more realistic. Yeah, that's yeah. probably yeah. going to be more realistic. After after such a long uh, holiday that you've had here. Awesome. You guys had a good time in our city, and I'm yeah. glad of that. And uh, Not enough time in the day, though. Oh, Not enough time. So much to do. So little time to do it. New York is one of those cities that you can see it all in three days, but you'll never see enough of it if no. you stay three months. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah. It's we like the Rockefeller building, Rockefeller oh, yeah. Center. I told you that's the better picture. That really yeah, it is. was. That is that the better picture than, than right the Empire State building. Empire State was fantastic. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. But the, when we went up to the very top of the Rockefeller, yeah. that was such a view. Yeah. Mainly because I think it had the Empire State building. It has the Empire State <laughs> building, yeah. Right. And, and there are certain spots where it's just perfectly mm. lined up and you get a nice picture. And we saw some guy propose to his girl. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He must have been really confident of his chances. Yeah. And all those still, people. If not, you can just jump off the building. So, yeah, yeah. end it all. The yeah. shame would have been quite short-lived. Oh, she yeah. said yes, and there was much clapping. It's only glass up there. Yeah, exactly, you could climb over that. You could climb over that. You, but it was some of the signs. Oh, that was it on the signs at the top of the Empire State Building. You know, they only put warning signs up when some idiot's done something. <laughs> yeah. It was like, please do not dangle your children over this fence. Please do not climb over this fence. <laughs> Who would dangle their kids off of the hundred and second floor? Americans. Michael Jackson. That's true, Michael Jackson. Yeah. So, thank you for coming. Thank you. And, thank you. Uh, thank you. And oh, one last thing. <laughs> Send him away now. <laughs> <laughs>